Aloha, and welcome to Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke, and I'm still on island time. And I'm Chandler, and I'm very much on Utah time. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Dude, it's like 25 degrees outside. I know. I came back. I was like, man, this, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Just want to leave. Go back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hawaii was great. I mean, I want you to leave, too. It was nice not having you here. So. No, it was nice to not be around you, too. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was good to get out for a little bit, get away from the snow. Not to be, I don't mind the snow whatsoever, but uh, it's a good little change of pace. Yeah. You know? Sure. Revitalize myself, you know? Oh, yeah. Have a couple island drinks. Oh, yeah? Like fresh coconuts. Oh. Yeah. We'll talk have... about it. Let's do. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, yeah, so. You went to Hawaii. I did. Yeah. I did a thing. You were there for how long? Ten days? Yeah, it was ten days. It, um, it was like a, a work slash play trip. Yeah. You know, I work for a company that is based in Honolulu, and they wanted me and the rest of my Utah colleagues out there. And so they, they brought us out, and I used a little bit of vacation time to extend my trip mm-hmm. to do whatever I wanted. And so I ended up having five days that I could do anything I wanted. And yeah. I, I took advantage of that. And you're you're doing that all on your own, straight solo. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was uh, by myself the entire time. I mean, I ended up at one point finding a guy who I kind of hiked with a little bit, but otherwise it was just me. Um, you know, no one else to to worry about moving, moving out and about. And mm-hmm. It was... Uh, it was a good time. That's awesome. So you were car camping, right? Yeah, um, just car camping. Okay. You know, I'm flying to Hawaii and got to try to be as smart as I can packing. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't, I didn't bring any camping stuff, no You'd tents or a tent. yeah. sleeping bag. I mean, that would have taken up way too much space and wasn't going to p- check a bag or yeah. anything. So very minimal gear. Thankfully, going to a place like that, I don't have to bring cold weather gear. Mm-hmm. I was basically wearing shorts most of the days. What was the what was the average temperature like out there? Uh, I don't know. The lows were like not 60. probably not thirty. No, right? the lows like sixty. Every That's day. amazing. I mean, it was different. Like you get a high elevation mm-hmm. in at least like two of the spots. And it can get a little chillier. You get with some wind, and, and like that's going to get a little colder. But that's mm-hmm. just you know high elevation anywhere you go. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, it was like it, low of sixty. You know. 70s, 80s. That's amazing. It was it was great. You're out there living it up. We're back here I freezing was, in the snow. Yeah, I was I was living it up. That's right. But yeah. you know, I didn't you know take a shower for five days. How was that? It was great. How I was felt it? alive. Honestly, did you? the salt water did wonders for my hair. Oh, I'm sure it did. Um, you know, I jumped in the in the ocean a couple of days to clean off. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, five days on the road, living out of a car. You know, I didn't, for at least the, the four days, the first four days on Maui, the, mostly what I ate and drank was just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, cliff bars, and water bottles. You, you, drank, you ate water bottles? Oh, I, I said ate, ate and drank. <laughs> but, but, like, that's literally all. I, I mean, I was minimal. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to spend extra money if I didn't have to. Yeah, you, um, you got to be when you're doing those kind of trips. Yeah, so. and it made it cheaper, made it uh, a little bit more accessible to go do stuff in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, I think, like, Five days in Hawaii on the other islands, mm-hmm. not on Oahu. I, th- I, I believe my final expense was like eight hundred bucks. 
That's amazing. Which I, is ridiculous yeah. because out there, you know, a hotel <clears throat> for a night is like anywhere from two, three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. And so if you're not doing it the way I did, you're spending that much for just two nights of a hotel before any other expenses. Yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize when it comes to like travel is there's, you know, people think of, oh, I'm going to go fly somewhere. I'm going to go somewhere and I'm going to experience something that's going to cost a lot of money and I, I can't afford that. It's like, no, if you're willing to sacrifice a little bit, if you're willing to, you know, rough it, you can do a lot of things. Yeah. I it mean, just opens up so many opportunities. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Hawaii is like 2,000 miles away. It's yeah. very far. You yeah. You have to go across an, an ocean to get there. And that alone is an expensive plane ticket. Thankfully, my company, you know, paid for me to get out there. So I didn't have that, mm-hmm. which admittedly helps, you know. Um, but you know, the, the inner flight or the inner island flights were like 60 bucks a pop, mm-hmm. which is, in my mind is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the biggest expense for me was just um, the rental cars. You know, I, I couldn't have done what I did without rental cars, but that was half of my cost yeah. was just the rental car. Not gas, but just renting the car yeah. And I, I bet out there you're not spending much on gas either. So. Well, well, you know, gas is expensive. Yeah, but oh, that's you're true. not yeah. using much. That's right, yeah. And that's maybe what you meant. Yeah. Because um, the islands are tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we were talking one day, and we kind of realized that, I think it was the big island, which is the biggest of the islands down there, mm-hmm. is basically the same size as, like, the Salt Lake and the Utah Valley area combined. Yeah. Like, it's not big. It's not super big, yeah. You know, and, like, for the most part, like, my first day on Maui, I, or my first three days on Maui, I don't think I filled up gas. Like, I was, drove around basically the entire island. Yeah. Like, almost twice over, and I didn't need to fill up. So, like, you you really don't use much there. Mm-hmm. And that was with me doing everything. I mean, if you lived there, you weren't doing what I was doing, you're just, kind of hanging out at the beaches of the resorts or something, you're using even less gas. Yeah. So, I mean, you can really, like, manage your, your gas bill yeah. for that. And But again, like, just renting the car itself was was more expensive. Was the, the priciest part. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually basically took the cheapest option I could. Mm-hmm. I, I went up a little bit the, for the, on Maui just to have a, a small SUV and not a, a little sedan. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, otherwise, like... Like you said, if if you're willing to, you know, sacrifice on some of the normal luxuries of life and go a little rugged, like you can yeah. you can get by with doing all and that's you know, that's kinda how we do a lot of our trips anyway. Like we're not staying in places for the most part. You know, we're no. not getting big expensive meals like no, we're, we're, we're on that gas station diet. Yeah, so, it's know, the bare pop minimum. Cliff bars and yeah, it's the so. ba- it's the bare minimum, and like, yeah, it sounds like that might suck, but honestly, it's worth it every time. Oh, like, absolutely! To be able to go out and do that stuff on a more regular basis because you're willing to skimp on some of that. Yeah, like you get some, you get a, you can build up a lot more really cool, fun experiences and stories that you get under your belt that you just wouldn't get otherwise. Yeah, even if honestly, too, even if you do have to get like a place to stay at. Like, for example, when I, I think you had the same experience when you were in Oregon, but when I was in Oregon, you know, I was, I was staying in the cheapest motels possible. Um, there's not, a, the you know, camping's kind of a tricky situation in Oregon if you're not paying for it. Like, there's not a lot of BLM spots. It's not Utah. It's not Utah, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not 80% BLM land. But, um, you know, it's a little bit trickier. So, 
you know, take it, you know, making the sacrifice to, you know, pay 50, 60 bucks for a cheap rundown motel. It's like, yeah, it's not a great experience, but it's definitely better than sleeping in the back of your car. Yeah. You so. know, and <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but e- even for my trip, you know, I slept in my car every night, but mm-hmm. I, I still, you know, was making sure I had like a place to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much every night. I, I didn't have a paid campground. And so my total expense there, like 800 bucks, that includes those things too. Yeah. Um, you know, I just found, because it's a little different going to a place like this, literally have not, having never been there, not knowing anything about the place, the culture, or anything like that, really. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to just stay somewhere I don't know. Yeah. And so I was okay to, you know, pay for, pay 30, 40 bucks for a campground. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and feel good about it, you know, and like I did that four of the five nights mm-hmm. that I was on the islands um, before I got to Oahu, and you know it worked out great because I could still, you know, get to places from there. It was close enough to things. It wasn't like right on places, but mm-hmm. it was it was good enough, and yeah. and that's what matters. It, it allowed me to do more and feel comfortable doing that still. Because mm-hmm. the other thing too about Maui, at least, that I kind of learned is that. It's really tricky and kind of maybe not advised to just sleep in your car near the side of the road or just off the road somewhere. It's somewhere I swear I I read it was like against the law Hmm. there at Maui. But, you know, you just, I was told that it's not, in in some of the places, it's not the greatest area. So you want to be very careful with that. So it's like, you know, paying for, a small little fee to have a an established campground or a site or of some sort, like you know, I'll do that. Yeah, just so I can enjoy the entire experience more and not feel uncomfortable, unsafe with it. or yeah. anything. Yeah, and that's the thing is, it's like when you're doing stuff like that, when you're staying in your car, you really have to think about your safety. You know, it's one thing here in Utah when you can drive out to the literal middle of nowhere and no one else it, can be around. Yeah, there's nothing out there. Like, there's not going to be anybody you have to worry about. Um, but yeah, when you're in places, you know, that you're unfamiliar with. Like Oregon or like Hawaii, you know, you have to, you have to think about those things. So you have to be safe. Yeah. You know, it's just part of the deal. Yeah. But yeah. So I want to hear about this trip and I'm sure everybody else wants to hear about this trip too. I mean, you put out the vlog, you know, on it. Um, but I don't, that only shows so much, you know, there's, there's 25 minutes. So obviously it's, you see the highlights. Yeah. You see the highlights and it's, it's pretty visual. Um, but I want to hear you talk about it. I want to hear you describe the things that you saw and, you know, things you experienced out there. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll start kind of broad and just kind of establish the whole trip. Yeah. But but first, too, like, if, if you're listening, watching, like, you should go watch the vlog. Definitely, first, yeah. Just because it'll give you an idea of, you know, visually what I was doing, where I was going. and mm-hmm. um, This is know, supposed to kind of complement that. Yeah. So. Like, like, the vlog is what, like, you should be almost referencing. Mm-hmm. Like, so you know exactly what we're talking about, and we can go into more detail with this. So definitely go check out the vlog first, and then come back and, and listen to the rest of this, because you'll have a much better idea of everything I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I started out my trip on Maui, flew into Honolulu, and then, and then got my first plane that same day when I got in over to Maui. So I got in Maui later at night i spent four days on maui kind of came up through the north end or the northeast side of the island did the road to hana came down haleakala 
did that, and then came back on the west side of the island, kind of stayed around the touristy areas, just kind of chilling. I wasn't doing much like that last day. And then came back around airport back in Kahului. Um, then went over the Big Island, did Volcanoes National Park for a day, and then left for Oahu for work. Um, so that was the entire trip. I mean, it was pretty compact, but it was pretty good split of, you know, days for at each place. In hindsight, I do kind of wish that I took one less day on Maui and one more day on the Big Island. Mm. But I'm not going to complain with everything I got to do. Like, it really did allow me to do a ton of really cool things um, and, and even have, like, a rest day, which admittedly was nice. Yeah. But, you know, everyone's going to have their own opinion on, on how much they want to be doing. And, like, if you really want to jam-pack more in, I probably would have liked to have one more day on the Big Island. But, again, totally fine with how it played out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had the last four days on Oahu for work and didn't really do much there because that was much more work-focused. And I didn't have a rental car, so I wouldn't have to Uber everywhere. And just it was a lot harder to do stuff. Yeah. So Oahu wasn't – there wasn't much going on there. And you won't see any of that in the vlog, so um, – but otherwise, yeah, five days on two other islands, Maui for four days and Big Island for one. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. So from what I understand, you got to Maui and you said that you did the road to Hana. Tell me about that. What are some of the things you saw on that? I, from what I understand, there's some waterfalls, maybe some coconuts, some chickens. Yeah. So the road to Hana is a relatively popular road, mm-hmm. um, well-known because there's a lot of really good things to see there. And the road runs on, so the island is, um, I don't know, maybe like almost like peanut shaped. Mm. Like it kind of comes a little tighter in the middle and the two bigger ends. Um, And on the the east side, the the right side of the island, if you look at the map, um, the road to Hana goes on the north side of that. And then you get to the city of Hana and you can keep continuing down the coast if you want. But road to Hana goes all the way up on the north side. And all along that road, there are various things you can stop and go see, look at. There's waterfalls, there's beaches, um, there's um, there's like so there's a couple caves. Um, I didn't do caves there at all, but um, but there's a lot of really neat things, good overlooks. Like, um, and it takes a long time because this road, for the most part, is basically just a two lane road. There's not much room. It's tight. And in a lot of places, especially like around all the kind of bends, it comes, excuse me, it comes even tighter. Like it it goes down to one lane and you have to yield for oncoming traffic. Really? Yeah. Like it it, basically it's a one lane bridge. Interesting. Because it has to cross over like most of the time waterfalls. And so like you have (laughs) to, or like creeks. And so you have to kind of be very careful about getting to those areas and trying to pass because there could be traffic coming from the other side. Interesting. Um, and that's seriously like along the whole road. So that makes the entire drive very long. Mm-hmm. Like it took, I'm trying to think, I want to say it took like maybe from the city of Kahului, it, which is the main city there or on Maui. Um, I want to say it took maybe like an hour and a half mm. to do the entire road. And keep in mind, this is not a far distance. Yeah. Again, like, the big island's about as big as our, our valley here, yeah. where we live. And Maui's smaller. Yeah. I mean, this was 30, 40 miles. Like, 
It's like the size of Salt Lake Valley alone. Yeah, like it's so, not far. Yeah. And it takes like an hour and a half to do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so very slow. But it, like I said, along the way, there's just tons to see. And so um, you the first thing that I did, and you'll see in the vlog, it's the, the first shot of me hiking up to a little pond with a waterfall on it, uh, was the Twin Falls area. Mm-hmm. And that actually is private land. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So I paid like 10 bucks to, to park there. Huh. And then you can hike up a little bit. I forget how far it was. It wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. But um, private land, you, you hike up. There's there's two good waterfalls. I think there's even like a third smaller one, but it's not much. But you can hike up. And, and that the main one at the very top or end of the trail, it's a really nice looking pool with a waterfall that comes in. You can go swimming. No problem. When I got there, there's a ton of people. Um, so it's it's popular. And I got there as early as I could, kind of. I was doing a little bit before sunrise and at sunrise, mm-hmm. like on a beach, just getting vlog material. But that was like the first thing I stopped at. And this would have been, you know, 8 o'clock or so, whatever, um, 8.30. And that was a, a really cool first stop. I actually went in anticipating that one to not be as great. And I was going to skip it. And then I got there. I'm like, yeah, I'll just try it. And it was a good stop. Yeah. It really was. Um, and so did a little swimming up there, hiking down, like I'm wet, basically, you know, my hair, my hair got wet like four times that day. Cause the, the neat thing is like in a lot of these falls, like with the pools that are around them, you can basically just get in if you want. Like there's not many rules, yeah. at least from what I picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can just kind of go swimming anywhere. That's kind of cool. And same thing with like a lot, a lot of the beaches too. Like even a lot of the, the not so popular ones. Because there were some like that were a little harder to get to along mm-hmm. the way, and like if you want to go swimming, you just go swimming, which is kind of sweet. Yeah, and it's all like at least the waterfall stuff that's fresh water because it's not the ocean. But um, yeah, you go swimming wherever. So like you'll see at another falls I stopped at later, and I forget the name of that one. But like I got in, I was swimming, I was doing little backstroke action for the vlog. Like great. Yeah, like it was pretty cool. And like that one, I was all alone at. There was literally no one else there. So I'm just Which chilling. is crazy. I, I don't like it. It's funny to me. Like, you know, I, I guess we kind of see this here in Utah a little bit. You know, we're very lucky to live in this place where we have access to so many cool things. And I feel like Hawaii is maybe a little bit like that. But there's a lot of people who, like, at least who live here. And from what I can tell, who are kind of like that on Hawaii too. You know, they, they live there their whole lives, whatever. And they just, they just, uh, oh, maybe I heard about this place. I've never been, you know, and it's like they're a few miles from it and stuff. And it's really interesting to me. I mean, obviously it's like, you know, we prioritize this, this stuff and we maybe appreciate it a lot more than some other people do. Um, but it's still, it's just, it's just kind of interesting to me because this stuff is so cool, you know, yeah. big waterfalls and, you know, stuff, everything that's here in Utah and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a really neat experience. And like you said, it's probably a lot of that. It's probably a lot of, you know people did those things already and because they're not photographers they don't feel a need to go back Mm -hmm. you know and so um a lot of these places you just you know you you have relatively alone which is pretty sweet yeah um so i did twin falls kept driving this here there's a ton of falls like every time you kind of are coming into the like the the middle of, of the island mm-hmm. with, with your drive and you make a bend to kind of turn back out pretty much every one of those bends it's like a waterfall right there interesting and, and so the other neat part too 
is that all of those waterfalls along the road, for the most part, there's like a couple that are not this way, but for the most part, they're literally right off the road. Like you don't have to hike in. Mm-hmm. And so you just park and get out and you're at a waterfall. That's crazy. And it, it it's beautiful. Yeah. And so like it's not like you have to do any work for it, which is pretty sweet. The 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 one part that made some of it hard, especially not having not knowing what it was going to be like going in, was that on a lot of those bends because that's where it converges down to one lane. Mm. They don't allow parking around those curves. Yeah. Because it would just get dangerous and yeah. backed up. And so on uh, on a lot of those, you have to actually drive like a little further up, or you know, not get to the bend, stay behind a little bit, and park a little further away. But then you can just walk down the road, yeah, and go back, and then find your way to the waterfall. Um, but like otherwise, like yeah, like they're so accessible, which is really neat. And there's a couple, yeah, some bigger steps or whatever, but mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're very accessible, which is really neat. And so if you want to just spend the whole day, which you totally could on road to Hana seeing all the waterfalls and beaches and stuff. I mean, you, you can do that. I mean, you could literally spend an entire day doing that. I basically did. I yeah. extended a little further, but you could spend a, a whole day road to Hana spend some time in the city. But, um, yeah, really cool drive. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I'm struggling tonight. Yeah. Um, figure it out, man. I'm sorry. But, um, we got peaches here to, to clear that, clear that. Throw yeah. Up. It's the best so, medicine. Yeah. Um, but I told you, like, that road is very slow, mm-hmm. all these curves, one lanes. So I almost got in a really bad accident Oh, on that road. And it was when I was coming, like, back from the east side back to Kahului. Uh-huh. Um, we were driving. There's, like, a train of us, like, four or five people just driving. And we're going slow. I mean, we're going, like, 20 miles an hour, like 15. It's, it's pretty slow. And I want to say it was a local mm-hmm. who probably got fed up with us going slow. And want to try to pass us. And I may be like third in the caravan, yeah. like right in the middle. And he was right behind me, this guy. And we get to a spot where it was like right after one of those one-lane junctions. Mm-hmm. We're coming out of it, and it gets to two lanes. And he decides he's just going to gun it and yeah. try to get around me and two other people in front of me. Yeah. Which is not like a small distance to cover. Yeah. You have no. to go, and you have to gun it. Gun it. But... At that point, it came right back into another turn, oh. like coming around like a blind turn almost. And he was going, and he's right next to me on my left, and another car came. And oh, he geez. slammed the brakes. And that car, obviously, for a good reason, is kind of freaking out, like yeah. doesn't know what's going on. It's yeah, there's a car in his yeah. lane. Yeah, yeah there's a car in his lane coming fast at him. So he slams on his brakes, kind of swerving a little bit. And... You know, I'm thinking maybe this truck next to me is going to try and get back in our lane. So I'm kind of freaking out. I hit the brakes. Yeah. And slow down, kind of swerve over as best I can. But, like, dude, that was... Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that was tight. That's freaky, man. I mean, that truck, and again, I think it was a local. Yeah. He was probably three or four feet from that other guy coming. (laughs) And, And he was right next to me. And again, these are tight roads. Yeah. Like, there was nowhere to go. And that would have been really bad. Oh, man. But, like, yeah, that happened. I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> just, I mean, and it was and, no fault of my own. Yeah. I'm just minding my business, yeah. going the speed limit on this road. You're on Hawaii time, or island time. I was on island You're time. On island time. But, uh, you know, like, we all were just obeying 
speed limit. Yeah. And and you should on that road because it's not a place you want to go fast. Yeah. A um, lot of turns tight, but but then this guy comes out of nowhere and, and like and I could kind of tell he was like wanting to do it for a, a little yeah. while because um, it kind of kept getting closer, like swerving over a little bit. Uh-huh. But he finally did. Man, that was almost really bad. Yeah. And just I mean, it's just like that would have changed the trip. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a lot different. Um, but <clears throat> very fortunate, very lucky that I and no one else was hurt. Yeah. Too. I mean, because yeah. it would have been at least two, if not three or four cars yeah. that would have been you know in, in involved in that accident yeah um but yeah so fair warning if you're going please be careful yeah it's not a road to play around on that's crazy so man. but uh yeah road road to hana is very very cool i mean i stopped probably i don't know 10 15 times at different spots just to check it out yeah good overlooks looking out to the ocean looking inland towards just some good like forest uh like wilderness areas mm-hmm. um i even stopped at one point i forget the name of the falls that was there but at this little spot there was a a local who was selling coconuts because he's a coconut harvester which i didn't know this was a thing yeah so i mean like this this guy is like legitimate he just lives like kind of out you know away from everyone in maui uh-huh um, not all the way in Hana, but um, kind of somewhere in the middle. And he just, he's a coconut harvester for a lip, for work. And, you know, my man Malu, that was his name, I sat and chatted with him for a little while, bought a coconut off him for like five bucks, mm-hmm. and got to learn a little bit about like what he does. Yeah. And like he literally climbs, I think he told me like the tallest tree he's ever climbed to harvest coconuts is like 80 feet. Oh. And he said sometimes, like, he climbs these trees with or without equipment. What? Like, sometimes, you know, he's got his gear climbing up. Yeah. But sometimes he's just shimmying up this thing. <laughs> Jeez. And, and, and so then, and then he's harvesting coconuts. Yeah. And, and coconuts are not light. Like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever held one, but I yeah. mean, dude, this, the coconut's, like, this big. Yeah. Like, it's... I remember the clip in the vlog. Yeah, yeah. it looks it's, it's, hefty. It's bigger than a football yeah you know looks like a bowling ball yeah that's that's a pretty good comparison yeah um maybe not quite as heavy because those are somewhat heavy but yeah but size-wise that's pretty good and he goes up these trees to get these things and he's not coming down with like two he's coming down with like an entire bunch like (laughs) 10 15 20 like whatever he's getting and you know when you add that up he's like sometimes it gets to like 500 pounds what worth of coconuts and he's not just like dropping them, like he's no. carrying them down. Yeah. I mean, he's he's using some techniques like kind of using branches as like a pulley yeah, with I'm rope sure. over the top to secure them and then that becomes a lot lighter. Yeah. But um nonetheless, like he's climbing these trees extremely tall, like high up and just getting huge bunches of coconuts. That's wild. And he just does this for a living. Could you imagine that being your job? No. Like just what you do, you just go climb trees yeah. and get coconuts, and yeah. it's like that's my job. Yeah, I mean it was it was the neatest thing. And then so a lot of times he sells them to like you know local places, or whatever. But um, he says a lot of times he he comes in on like the road to Hana there, and he sells them to tourists coming by. That's crazy. You know, five ten bucks for a coconut. He he splits them open. Uh huh. You can drink them, which was I I was not expecting to have that experience. Yeah. Going to Hawaii, but I drank from like a real like raw coconut uh-huh. like not 
a farmed coconut, like literally just a wild coconut. <laughs> Free range. <laughs> Free you know? range, yeah. Gra- grass-fed coconut. Grass-fed, yeah. Um, and like, like that was cool. So he splits it open. You can drink it. And that's in the vlog. So like you can see that. Yeah. How much water is in that? Um, you know, it was a good, I mean, it's more than this. Like uh, one of our glasses here. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a good like 16 ounces. That's, that's I mean, I'm just guessing, but like it was, it was a good drink. Yeah. Um, and you know, for five bucks, like that was worth it. But then you finish it, you bring him back your empty coconut. He'll crack it open fully and then you can eat the meat out. Is that what it's called? The meat? Yeah. What? So yeah, you scrape the meat out and you eat it. And it's like, it's kind of weird because it's like a little rubbery kind Uh of texture almost, but it's soft, chewy, you know, eat it no problem. Yeah. And you just eat the coconut. So like, I literally just drank and ate a a raw coconut. That's crazy. And it was, it was awesome. Like, do you like coconut normally? I I do. I don't like ask for it necessarily, but I do like it. Um, Because I'm not like a big coconut fan. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm kind of but, intrigued. But see, what I would say is like this didn't taste like coconut I've had before. That's what I was just going to yeah. ask. So. Yeah. It, it wasn't like as sweet, uh-huh. especially the meat. The meat was not like as sweet or had that same kind of coconut flavor I that you're used to. I can't get over the fact that it's called the meat. Yeah. Because like it's a f- fruit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like the, the the liquid was kind of sweet. Like it, the liquid was good. Really? Yeah. Like I, could, dr- I could cool. drink that like a lot. Better than pink juice? Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but um, but like that was a cool little, just, you know, not like an amazing highlight of the trip. But like yeah. It was just a cool little addition to it that yeah. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And he's not there every day. So like, I just lucked out and he was there. That's sweet. Yeah. And because when I came back, he wasn't there. I was going to stop and see him again, but uh. but he wasn't there. But like that was a neat thing to do. And, you know, so if you're on the road, like look for my man Malu. Yeah. Like, Shout out to Malu the coconut guy. Yeah. So. You know, and so another thing he told me, and and I trust him because he's a local, and I I had this confirmed by some other people there on the island too. But um, sorry, we're changing cameras here. We're a small production. Yeah. But um, but Malu told me that um, sorry, Chandler's sneezing over here, ruining the whole show. Malu Ooh. told me that ninety five percent. Of all of the foliage on Hawaii is non-native and invasive. I've heard that a lot. That uh, most things on Hawaii, yeah. even like pigs and like yeah. a, a lot, lot of stuff is yeah. invasive. Yeah. And and so like I'm sitting there with him chatting and he's pointing out all these trees. He knows all the names of all the trees and stuff. Uh-huh. And he's like, that's not native. That's not native. That one's not. And that's really invasive too. This tree's a problem. Like, <laughs> And it's like, I look around like, I'm like, oh my God, like. That's incredible. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like we think of like Hawaii as this beautiful state, mm-hmm. and it is. But like when you realize that much of what we're seeing is like literally not from Hawaii. Yeah, not from Hawaii originally. Yeah. Like that. Like what did it look like before all this? Yeah. Like that'd be really cool to see. Well, it probably looked like the next place that you saw. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Point. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like not not much of that. Like hardly any of it is is native to the the island. Yeah, that's crazy. There's I don't know that there's a lot. Of, well, you know, there's some places I think in the United States that are like that. You know, there's the melting pot kind of thing, whatever. But like, yeah, I from what I understand, Hawaii is like uh, the wor- not the worst in like whatever. But like, 
there's the most invasive kind of things that go on on that island. Yeah. You know, from plants to birds and, you know, pigs and ant- everything. So, yeah. And so, like, that was a, a neat thing to learn. I was, like, thinking about that for a lot of the rest of the trip. and look around, like, wow, like, this wasn't here before. Yeah. And it would just change the entire look of the island. Oh, I bet. Which is really neat. Um, but, yeah, like, you're saying, like, like pigs and, and all that stuff. Like, there's some deer in some places. Like, none of that was native. Yeah. I know a lot, like, birds just happen to carry seeds on them when they're flying. So like, yeah. that's how some things get over here. He was saying there's a certain tree, and I can't remember which one it was, but, you know, early settlers or whatever, like the, the missionaries would bring it over, and they, they like the tree, and they want to sell it. Hmm. So they would sold it as, like, just a, a decoration for their homes. Yeah. But then people would be like, ah, I don't want any more, and they just kind of throw it out in the outside. And suddenly the trees spawn on other trees everywhere. Yeah. And that's how it starts. Um, just crazy. I mean, it's just, it, it kind of blew my mind because yeah. I'm looking around, I'm like, wow, like, this is amazing. But like, this is not like native Hawaii. Yeah. I wonder how many other island nations are like that. You know, like stuff gets brought over from the mainland. And, yeah. I don't know. know. If, if Hawaii is just kind of a, a special case or if you go to like Samoa or Polynesia and, and it's similar. Yeah. So, I'm I just mean, curious. The, the other thing that was neat about... Um, mostly Maui from what I saw. I'm sure it's somewhat the same way on the big island as well. But, dude, there are wild chickens everywhere. And I mean which, everywhere. Which is hilarious. Yeah, like when I was talking to Malu, there's a chicken up in the tree, like above us. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yo, is that a chicken? And he's like, yeah, it's up there because it's scared of my dog. Because he had his dog with him. Yeah. And it's like, like dude, I'm telling you, like every turn of the road, there's just chickens. Side. It, it kind of sounds like, you know, in, in Utah, we have a lot of seagulls. It kind of sounds like chickens are like seagulls oh, in Hawaii. No, much worse, dude. Worse? Dude, I'm telling you. I mean, honestly, I maybe I haven't just paid attention, but like, I feel like I haven't seen many seagulls here. But maybe it's the Utah Valley, there's the, a ton. Dude, but these chickens are everywhere. That's insane. Like, I saw one in a Walmart parking lot. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm, I, when I got to Maui, I got all my stuff, like just 60 bucks worth of food, water, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, to get me through four days. And I'm pulling out of my car, you know, out of the parking lot, and I couldn't, I had to be very careful, like, reversing out, because there's a chicken behind me. <laughs> Did it not just move? And, and I'm in the city. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, I'm in the country. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the main city in, in, in Maui, Kahului, and there's a chicken in the Walmart parking lot. Like, these chickens are everywhere. That's really weird. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's, it's it, that was something I definitely did not expect. Yeah. But it made for a neat little experience. Yeah, that's crazy. Unfortunately, I don't think I show any chickens in the vlog. Yeah. But, but they were, trust me, they were everywhere. Um, you know, I saw some feral cats as well. Mm-hmm. And they were tiny little things. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there was. Um, but yeah, there's pigs. I didn't see any pigs, but I know they're there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like, it, it's a totally different world. Yeah. And so I guess maybe continuing down through the road here so we can... Um, bring up and kind of connect these points um the the next day my second day on maui i did um something on the the ppy trail um and i went up to waimoku falls and that's one of the main things in the vlog you can go see it you know follow along that whole hike but like i did that hike solo and i don't hike much solo it was like two miles it wasn't bad at all it was really easy um but i don't hike much solo we, we none of us really do yeah um 
whether it's you know midday or in the dark, we don't do much. And and I did this solo, pretty much right around sunrise. And I wasn't like worried about it because uh, locals, Malu was telling me, he's like, there's pretty much nothing out there that's gonna hurt you. Yeah. Like they don't have predators. Maybe that's why they have so many invasive species problems. Yeah. You know, like like they they quite literally don't have anything that's really gonna hurt you. Yeah. And so like I I'm, I'm like oh that's I feel good about doing this solo like yeah whatever like let's go do it. I've heard from you know like Wyatt Peterson you know he served his mission in. Hawaii. I don't know what on island, but you know, he's talked about how like you got to watch out for pigs and stuff, but like still that's a pig, you know, it's not like yeah. you have like a jaguar yeah, or there's no, coyotes there's no, or anything. There's no cougars, yeah. like, you know, no moose, like nothing there. Yeah. Like everything's going to be smaller than you. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Like, let's just go do the hike. No problem. Yeah. And it's like, that was kind of neat. Um, and so like that hike was a really neat hike. Uh, you start out pretty much by the coast because this is this hike is in like what i guess i would call the lower section of haleakala the mm-hmm. national park on maui and this section like is basically down by the coast and it comes up through like rainforest and so you start the trail a mile in maybe you get to this massive banyan tree and you'll see some b-roll on the vlog of that that thing is huge the banyan trees are in, are really neat yeah you know, structures like just the way they look with like the almost like the roots, whatever they are, the roots coming out, like it's they're incredible looking. Yeah. And just the branches like spread way sideways and like they're just huge. Yeah, they're crazy looking. And so you get a hike, right? I mean, I was underneath it. I mean yeah. it's right next to it, which was super cool. Um that's like a mile in. You know, you go like another half mile. Maybe that was a half mile, then you go like another mile or half mile, I forget. But basically the last mile of this hike is through a bamboo rainforest. Like, I'm, I'm hiking through just a, a bamboo forest. Which is probably invasive. It is. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not native either. That's crazy. And and so, you know, I'm, I'm just going through this forest because it starts out like a normal kind of rainforest with yeah. foliage, but then it turns into basically only bamboo. Which is what I, I remember you, you showed me one of the photos that you got from there. Yeah. And I don't even know if you've edited it, edited it but... It already is one of my favorite, and I don't know why. It's just a neat. It's like, just spot. cool. Yeah. yeah, it has the boardwalk that's going through the middle of it, and you have yeah. the bamboo on both sides. Like that's just not something you see every day. I mean, if I didn't know you were in Hawaii, I would have thought you were in, I don't know, Thailand. Yeah, something like Southeast like, Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and like it's funny because like while I was in that part of the trail, I was kind of laughing myself. I'm like. Part of me feels like I should be expecting like some monkeys or like some tigers to come yeah. out of the bamboo, <laughs> but like I'm in Hawaii and yeah. there's literally nothing out here. Yeah, and like it was just it was a really neat experience. That's crazy. Um, I don't think I've ever seen bamboo, so like that was a first. Yeah, and so like I'm hiking a mile through this bamboo forest. It's super cool. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, and then you get up to the top of the trail and and you get to this massive waterfall, Waimoku Falls. It's not quite 200 feet tall. And so this thing's huge. And it's not like a huge, like, wide waterfall. It's relatively narrow, like the stream coming down. Mm-hmm. But it's enough. Like, I mean, no problem. You can see it. I mean, we made it, uh, I think it was the, the on the thumbnail for the vlog. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was what we posted today. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Like, that that waterfall with me standing at the bottom was Waimoku Falls. Um 
and it's just massive. And you get under, and you can get literally right up next to it. That's yeah, like that's underneath wild. it. And so you get the entire scale for what it is, and it's just, I mean, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So like you just get a hike through this rainforest, <laughs> which is crazy. You know. That's so cool. So I did that in the morning. Went back down the trail to the there's like a legit like park entrance down there. Hmm. Say back down there in the park, there's an area called like Seven Pools or I think like the Ohio Gulch uh, area. And there's just a bunch of like, you know, little pools of water there that make for a really neat scene you can go to. It's just like a little half mile loop you can do. It's no problem. Yeah. And that was neat to see. But there's also some trails like out by like back by the campsite area mm-hmm. in that lower section of the park where you can kind of just jut out to the coast yeah. and see the ocean. And that's actually, I FaceTimed you one night, that, that yeah. my first night there. Yeah. Um, and I was like, just kind of bragging. I was like, look, hey, here's my here's my view here's my for view. sunset. Yeah. And like, I'm literally just on rocks at on the coast. Yeah. And like, that was a super cool area just to kind of chill at. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a one photo there at sunset the previous night. Well, yeah, it was it's not like amazing, but yeah. it's, it's just cool to, to see that. Um, so yeah, like that bottom area of Haleakala was great. And I, you know, it's a long drive. It's like two hours, two and a half hours from Kahului to, to get all the way there. Yeah. Because you got to go all the way around on road to Hana. But I mean, it was so worth it. So like if you have time for going there, like you definitely should go all the way around. And in between, oh, I didn't even talk about Hana, but in between Hana and and uh, Haleakala, uh-huh. that, that section of Haleakala, there was another falls that I really liked, Wailua Falls, which... It, it's really funny because that first day I was coming down, um, I got to that falls and and coming into the trip, I honestly did not have high expectations. Like I was like, yeah, this will be good. I'll just go to the national park, check them off the list, say I've been. Yeah. No big deal. And and it's also just because like Hawaii, like the beach is not my scene. I did, yeah. I'm not a beach person, so. Yeah, that's how I am too. Yeah. So, and so like I'm coming into the trip, like yeah, it'll be good, but you know, just be a good time off, really. Yeah. And so I get to this falls, Wailua Falls. You know, I kind of get off the road, get down near it, and I have it to myself again. Like, there's no one else. Mm-hmm. And this is the first day with my low expectations. I said to myself, and even got clips for the vlog, and I had to cut them because it was, what I said was basically a lie, but <laughs> I was like, I was thinking in that moment, I was like, this is going to be the best moment of the trip. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was a little premature of me to say on the first night yeah but like i was i'm like this is this is gonna be it like this is gonna be the moment that i remember yeah and quite literally every single day after that was better and better and better (laughs) and it was like like wow like screw that one up yeah like but but it just i don't know it goes to show like you can if you can plan enough out of a trip and know what you're trying to do and go go see like even if you got low expectations, you never know what's going to come up along the way. Yeah. That's just going to blow your mind. You really don't. Because, yeah. like, that's how it was for me. Like, I had everything. I, I knew what I want to do. I planned all of it out, all the stops. But thinking that was going to be the best thing was, like, the most childish thing I could have said in hindsight. Yeah. Because the next day, I did Waimoku Falls, which was awesome. Yeah. And I got up to the top part of Haleakala just for sunset. But then the next day... I hiked down into Haleakala, and we'll get to that, but that was insane. Yeah. And then I had to, the day after, or I guess it was two days after, but I 
went to the volcano. Yeah. That was erupting, which we'll get to. Yeah. But, but like, <laughs> I mean, it just, literally just got better and better and better. And it's like, wow, like, it, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, but so now well, let's get up to Haleakala. Haleakala, the main yeah. So, yeah. So, so you did quite the hike. Yeah. So this is day three, this right? This is day three in Maui. I remember you texted me at the end of this hike, and you're like, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did day three in Maui, and I got up to Haleakala. So for those who don't know, Haleakala is a dormant volcano. And this dormant volcano makes up a national park on the island. And uh, it, you can hike down into the main crater. It's a massive crater. Like, it looks insane. It, yeah. yeah. And obviously, I, I didn't see it in person, but just from photos, it, yeah, it's like... It, it's a massive crater. And so you can hike down into it and everything. And inside the crater, there's all different kinds of volcanic structures, cinder cones and whatnot. And it's just a super cool-looking place. And the summit of Haleakala is 10,000 feet. Which is wild. Yeah. That, like, That's it's, so It's a massive big. volcano. Yeah. yeah. And you're basically coming from, like, sea level. Because yeah. you're on an island. You know, Kahnalu is basically sea level. And so you're going from sea level to 10,000 feet. I had no... When you told me that, I had no idea those islands were that tall. I mean, that... I mean, yeah. we talked about, you know, Tipinoga sits just under 12,000. Yeah. And, like, that means the point of those mountains, that's still, like, 5,000 feet above, like, where we're at right now. And we're sitting close to about 5,000 feet, you know, in elevation. That's insane. And to have that be on sea level to that, like, that's wild. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. Um, that that kind of blew my mind. I didn't realize how big. The, the visitor center are. sits at like 7,000. Yeah. Or I no, had, sorry, not the visitor center, the, the entrance to the park. Oh, gotcha. Sits at 7,000 feet. But the visitor center is at the top, right? Yeah. So between, and I said this in the vlog, between the entrance to the park, to the visitor center, there's a 3,000 foot elevation difference. And I kid you not, on this way, on the way up, it's just switchback after switchback after switchback after switchback. Yeah. And that's after you get in the park, mm. and you have more of that before you get to the park entrance. I think I counted, like on Google Maps, I was looking at it. I believe it's, I can't remember either one, because I add a number to something if I forget it, but um, it's either 20 or 27 switchbacks. <laughs> That's, it, it's absurd. That's ridiculous. It, it literally, <laughs> from, from the entrance to the, the top, it takes like 30 minutes to get up. That's crazy. I mean, it, it's just, it takes forever. Is it packed? Are there a lot of people there? Um, from the vlog, so, it's, it's, sort it seemed of, like there were, but Yeah, a sort bit. of. Like, um, at the summit, there will be, because you get a great overlook and all that stuff. You yeah. Know? So like, there's going to be a lot of people up there. But um, I guess this may be a good time to get into this now, but... One of the crazy things about like a park like this is you can go hike and there's trails you can do. But what I didn't realize until I really looked into it before I got there is if you really want to hike this park, you have to commit to basically doing, I, I would say, at least six miles. Like there's no short hike. Yeah. Like there's quite literally no hike that, that is the short that, hike. that really gets you doing anything, and even doing a six mile, <clears throat> like three miles out, three miles back, that still doesn't even get you close to anything. Like that's just like oh, you can kind of get close enough, but you can see it for what it is, and then come back up. Yeah. Like 
And so because of this, how like if you really want to hike, you have to do a ton of hiking. There's no one that really does all that. Like the average tourist is not going to show up and go do that. They're just going to go to the summit and look at it. So if you want to hike down into the crater, you're basically by yourself, which is incredible. Just so cool. I mean, I was vlogging, so I was a little preoccupied with stuff, you know, but like if I was not, man, would that be such a cool experience. Yeah. I mean, it's just like quite literally you have this massive volcanic crater with cinder cones everywhere, lava rock fields, like. It and, looks. And there's no one. Yeah. I mean, it, it was the coolest thing. What's crazy about this too is, you know, and obviously you know this more than I do. I'm just getting my information from what you told me and the vlog, but this looks like just the middle of Utah. Oh my god! Which is weird. Yeah. So, again, coming into the trip, I like, I didn't really anticipate much from the park. I was like, again, yeah, I'll just go check it off. Mm-hmm. I got up to the summit, and, and the drive up to the summit, you literally can't see into the crater at all because, like, there's just enough of a wall. Uh-huh. So you can't see into the crater until you get up to the summit and look out over the overlook. And once I did that, I saw for the first time, like, this is my kind of park. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is my national park right yeah. here. Because it looks like Utah. Yeah. Like, it, it's not Hawaii. Yeah. And, like, it, it's just so incredible. And so, put the desert wrap right back into the desert. Oh yeah, it was so <laughs> cool. Um, like, like the minute I saw over that overlooked, I was like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I was stoked. Yeah. I was like, I can't wait to get down there because it just looks insane. Yeah. Um, and so, this trail that I did was called Sliding Sands, and it connects over with another trail and whatever. But the entire length of the trail that I did was 12 miles. Um, I took a little detour to add a little bit, but 12 miles down in this thing, solo. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the first nine miles of this trail is basically all downhill. I say that 12 miles is... It's a long uh, way. It's not a short little no. jaunt down the road. six hours. Yeah. Uh, like on the money too. Um, and so like nine miles, you're basically going downhill. The first four or five is... Get, basically gets you to the point where you're at the the bottom of the crater, hmm. like where you can start kind of getting to all the cool things. Yeah. But you have to do four miles first, and it's almost going down 3,000 feet. Like that's – Which, which I mean, if you think about it, if you're going down 3,000 feet, you got to come back up. come back up. Yeah. yeah. Now, a little different because the end of the trail, like you actually don't go as high up, but you don't end in the same spot you started. But yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's kind of what I mean. Like, if you're going to hike this thing, you have to commit to it. Mm-hmm. Because look, even if you go down the four miles, right, you're going to go back up, you're going back up 3,000 feet over four miles. Yeah. And it's not, like, solid terrain. It's, like, loose rock, kind of sandy almost. Like, it's not like you have great footing. And so, like, that would be a haul. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the first four miles just getting down is just insane because, like, you're coming down the side of, like, the volcanic crater wall. And it's just that's wild. It's in, it's insane looking, and it's just like the whole time, you you get to look out into the crater and see all the cool things. You're like, oh man, I can't wait to get there. Like <laughs> it's gonna be sweet, um, but it really is just such a neat hike, getting all the way down. And then once you're down, the the way that I took was um, going through a bunch of like lava rock field and just 
both sides, everywhere, just black rock. Yeah. I mean, everywhere. And it's just it's crazy. Super it's neat. wild. Yeah. Um, and you kind of come up along the, the ridge of one of the, the cinder cones and then down. I came in between a couple. That was like my little detour. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like I said, it, it looked like Utah. Like, yeah. you know, we joke, a lot of us that we hang out with, we joke about a lot of places we go to looking like other planets. Yeah, like Like Mars. they're Mars. Yeah. And Haleakala is probably the most Mars-like feeling I've ever had. Yeah. And that's saying something. Yeah. For all the places we go to. I mean, this thing felt like Mars because it's just like random red hills and cliffs around you. And Mm -hmm. like, it just was a, it was such a cool hike to do. And like, I, I basically only did like, I'll say half of that area up yeah. on the top. Because there's, um, you mentioned to me that there's, you know, you said that you took the that the fork in the road? Yeah. And I'll let, yeah. You, I'll let you talk about yeah. it. But yeah, so um, if you go, I took the left and the fork. If you go the other way, which is the most direct way, and you go another five or six miles, something like that, basically in total a 10-mile journey in that direction, you get out to a rainforest that is inside the volcanic crater, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. And it's it's actually the same rainforest that I was in in the lower part of the park. It just creeps up all the way to the side of the mountain. And so, like, you could basically be one second in Mars and the next in a jungle. And it's like, <laughs> it's wild. And they have, like, a cabin back there you can rent out to stay in. And there's a couple of dispersed sites back there, like... um you know, backcountry camping mm-hmm. you can get permits for, like, you can go camp back there. How cool would that be Like to do, one day take do, a trip? I'm telling you, like, that is something I want to do now. I do too. Like, I want to go back and get back to that area. Yeah. And, like, I totally, you know, 12 miles is a long hike. Uh-huh. I totally would have gone back to that area, but that's, like, a, a, a minimum, if you're just going there and back and doing no more, uh-huh. a 20-mile hike. Yeah. And, like, I don't have the time nor the gear to do that. Yeah. But I'd say right now I'm, I'm going back to do that at some point in my life. Some Yeah. Like, I'm coming with because <laughs> I, I got to yeah. do that. I mean, it would be so cool to see. Yeah. Um, and because and you, you get all the other cool features along the way still, too. So, I mean, it's just, like, the entire area in Haleakala, which is just – one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, coming down the hike, you just kind of get down through the crater. You come up, there's three miles of switchbacks straight up the cliff. I mean, it's just... <laughs> it's just that sounds grueling. Horrible. Now, but I'll be honest with you, like, the, like the, the grade uh-huh. of the cliff wasn't truly that bad. Gotcha. Like, I actually didn't struggle with it much. The only thing that made it hard was that you have to do that after nine miles of hiking. Yeah, yeah, I bet, yeah. Like, if that was right away, no problem. Yeah. But after nine miles and, like, you know, four hours of hiking, like, that's what gets you. Yeah. And so, like, that was why I struggled with that a little bit, more so near the top. But, um, yeah, just crazy way to finish that hike. I'm going to change the camera real quick, reset. Um, I do remember you – well, before you had left – you hadn't really planned on doing anything that crazy. Like no. I remember you we had talked you know, we had talked about it and you're like, Oh, I'll go check this out, whatever. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be whatever. And then that day you texted me or called me, whatever, and you're like, Bro, 
I just did I just, 12 I, miles. I just did 12 miles. <laughs> I was like, what? Where the where the heck did you go? Yeah. Like, that wasn't on your agenda. I mean, not yeah. that I knew no, your full I, agenda. I, I, I didn't plan on that. And I think I yeah. said this in the vlog. I did not plan on doing it. But, again, when I, when I saw the park mm-hmm. for that first time, I was like, I'm doing it. Like, I, oh, I'm sure, I can't yeah. pass up the ad- that opportunity. And again, yeah. I'm not going to be dumb and go do the, you know, the crazy long one. Yeah. Because that could, you know, just put me in trouble, right? Yeah. And that's something you talked about in the vlog, yeah. too. You can't be dumb in those situations. Yeah. But so. 12 miles, especially if three quarters of that is downhill, mm-hmm. that's doable. I, yeah. I, I know I can do that. Yeah. And so I did. Like, again, I'm not going to pass that up. Yeah. And man, like, you know, I think of all the hikes that I've done to date – that's up there with yeah. like the best of them. Yeah, and it was just incredible. Is it top the Lake Blanche one? I don't know. <laughs> that that one's tough. But um, but yeah, Haleakala. If if you if you have it in you to do that, you got to do it. Yeah, I mean it's it was sweet. Yeah, um, and so you get up. So I touched on it earlier. You get up the switchbacks. And you're not going up as high as the other. I think it's maybe like 2,000 feet hmm. of elevation there, over three miles of switchbacks coming up. So you're not ending at the same place you started at. And so you, it's kind of just common there. You have to hitchhike back up to the top where you started, which is like a 1,000, 1,500-foot change in elevation. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and so you just have to, like, find a ride back up. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> That's like, weird, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that felt super weird. Oh, yeah. Were you, were you standing out there with thumb? No, so I'll tell you. <laughs> um, and so, you know, like I've never, I don't think I've ever hitchhiked. So like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like that's a first. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's like think, a thing there. Yeah. Like, that's just what people do because of how it works. Yeah. Because otherwise you have just a crazy hike back up the road. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but so like near the end of my trail, um, I ended up like running into some people, just like this small group. I, I saw maybe like six people, but there was maybe like nine in their group. Huh. Um, they were from um, maybe Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were doing a slightly different kind of trail than I was, um, well, much shorter. But I was just chatting with them here and there up the trail as we kind of just leapfrogged each other a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I got up there, and they're like, hey, do you want to ride back up to the top? And I was like, sure. So, like, I didn't have to, like, really try to hitchhike, mm. which kind of sucks. I wish I could have. Yeah. But, like, I'm also not going to just pass up the offer for a ride. A, a ride. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't get the true hitchhiking experience, but I did have to get a ride up, which was cool. Well, um, we almost, well, that's a shame because we could have almost just been the real real hitchhikers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bushwhackers, be the yeah. hitchhikers. But yeah, that that trail was amazing. I mean, it was it was really cool. And like you'll see if you watch the vlog, you'll see a lot of it. Um, I ended up cutting it off like maybe two thirds of the way through because like ultimately it's not changing much at that mm-hmm. that point. And then I just want to get up to the top. I don't want to bother with the camera, so oh, I put it away. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, you get to see a lot of the main section of the park, and it's just it's so cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you get up to the top again, and you know there's a little higher section at the summit where they have another little observatory. Uh, but they have like uh, 
well, I guess they have an observatory, like an actual observatory to look at the stars up there. Um, I didn't go over that way at all. I was just kind of beat from the hike. So yeah. I was like ready to be done. Yeah, I bet. Um, but they had that up there, which is really cool. I have a picture of it. At some time, I'll probably end up getting around to posting it, but um, it might be a year. But uh, <laughs> the rate that we may, go may, maybe maybe five if I, if I pull Patricia. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's just some really cool things to see in Haleakala, and it's so worth the time if if you can get out there. Um, but I mentioned this in the vlog, and it's just a good example of you know, this idea, you know, I, I was hiking this in the morning and, and because it took six hours, you know, I went up through midday. Yeah. Like I quite literally don't have any amazing photos of this place. I just don't Bad because light. the sun's above me the entire time. Like, yeah, you know, I don't get the great conditions. And so I come out of Haleakala, the main section with pretty much nothing. Yeah. Now, I took photos just to document, like, be able to, like, look back and be like, oh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, nothing that, like, is going to be an amazing photo. Yeah. Which, you know, it's just, it's different. It's not a bad thing. No, it's so. not. And that's what I mentioned in the vlog. Like, you know, we do a lot of this all the time. Go to places, trying to get photos. And not that it's not a great experience. But it's almost like it's a different experience trying to focus on that and and wish that you get something like that out of it as opposed to going and doing some kind of activity like this and just wanting to have a great time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I kind of just gave up on the, the dream of getting a, an epic photo and was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I just enjoyed it. And that was awesome. Like, it was a great way to go about doing it. Um, cause it's, it'd be hard to wait for good conditions anyway, because no matter what, like you gotta like start the hike either way early or way late. Yeah. And like, it, it's just not easy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just tricky. It's a, it's a place where like you may not come away with a bunch of great photos. Yeah. And honestly, that's how some of those like big trips, like, you know, I've done a, a few solo trips like that before, you know, I'll be on my own for 10 days or so. I've done a, a handful of them and. You know, on those trips, you know, there, there's a lot of photos that I get that I'm like, you know, oh, these were these are great, you know, and I I do get like what I would say, you know, some of my favorite photos that you know have come from those trips, but there are a lot of times where you're checking a place out. I had this experience actually in Monument Valley. Um, I was there by myself, and I happened to be there about like early or like late morning, um, not quite early afternoon, but I don't know nine ten am and uh so like the photos aren't great but it was still cool like just going around monument valley and being able to experience it you know i think that's a lot of things or that's one thing you know that we you and i have talked about a lot where it's you know i i think you and i maybe are starting to try and value the experience 100 of everything just more so than like depending on you know i i guess we're we're not valuing the the photo that we get. We're or we're not letting the photos that we give, you know, determine how good of an experience that we have. So and we're we're looking to other things, yeah, to try to base that off of. Yeah, so. like one thing I said in the vlog in this little two minute rant that I went on during the trail. Yeah, um, is like, you know, we do things like this, and we're trying to get photos, and we 
we always like a lot of the times we come away from it like always wanting more. Yeah. Like, like oh, I wish like this like, this like, could have been a little bit better. Yeah, it could have been so much better if I had this or like if this happened. It's like can't we just be happy to be there? Yeah. Like because again, we get to go to so many cool places. Yeah. And and most people don't ever get to go there, much yeah. less see some of these things. Yeah. Like just in a photo. And so it's like, you know, like you said, after this trip especially, I really want to try and refocus all of everything that I do to be just enjoying the experience mm-hmm. and the chance to be doing these things as opposed to trying to force a photo. Yeah. Like I'd almost at this point rather just try to vlog it mm-hmm. as opposed to get a photo because while I'm vlogging, it's like, yeah, I'm still capturing the entire thing. Yeah. Like that's what it's kind of fun for me to look at that vlog. Cause it's like, I can almost relive the entire trip again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all the moments that I actually lit. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's just a lot, it's a completely different mindset. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, especially with this trip, cause it's a perfect example. Like I, I'm not thrilled about a ton of the photos I got. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know exactly why, but I'm just not. Like, they don't do well, much for me. Photographically, it's yeah, just, they, yeah. They don't do much for me. But, man, was that a great trip. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's just different. Yeah. And and I think it's just something <clears throat> that we, we should always try and keep in mind when going out and doing things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I went to Zion National Park last weekend. And I had a very similar experience. You know, I went down. It was, you know, snowy, foggy conditions and, and rainy and stuff all weekend. But, um, and I, you know, I got photos that I that I like from that. But I, I think the photos that I got from that, you know, I, I touched on, I have my own vlog that's coming out um, from this trip design. But I think the photos that I got from that are more, I like them more so because there's there's a memory attached with them. And now there's a video attached with it too. Yeah. You know, and not everything worked out. You'll see that in the vlog. Like there was plans that changed like 20 times, you know, and it just, you know, with, with different friends and things like that. And, um, but it was still just, it was so much fun. You know, it was so much fun going and just hanging out with, you know, D- Taylor and, uh, Benji and Eric, like there, there's several people that, that I met up with down there. And, um, those moments and like what this vlog that I made for it, that is something I'm probably going to cherish way more than the photos that I got there. You know, I'm happy with the photos that I got there. There were some kind of dream photos, you know, like I've always wanted to get photos of Zion in the snow. Who doesn't? It looks cool. Um, but like, I almost don't even like, I'm almost not even like that concerned about them. You know, like I'm not like really like, you know, I'm excited about them and I think they turned out really good, but I'm not like, Oh, I got to get these out and they have to be like perfect, whatever. And it's like, I, I, you know, I edited them and, I go over this in the vlog too. I don't want to take too much of it, but um, no, it's just the experience that I had there is so much, I think so much more important to me than any of the photos that I got. So, yeah, it's just like, <clears throat> it's just like a, a shift in priority Yeah, when you're doing that stuff. And, you know, especially when you're doing it with other people too. Yeah. So. And I think it's something that as we go forward with a lot of stuff we do, like I, for one, am going to try and, maintain some of that mindset you know we just did hike up adams canyon then went to the hot springs and like i i don't have many photos hot springs you know think i'm going to hot springs the winter it's like i think i literally took like 10 photos yeah like that was it that's not much i got a couple portraits of isabel which turned out great yeah i'll show you later and then i got like one drone shot and i was done i was like i'm good yeah 
And then I got in the hot, in the hot springs. And I'm like, yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's one thing, obviously, if you're doing a lot of this stuff for work, like by all means, you got to make a living. Yep. But if a lot of what this is is, is for fun, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe on social media a little bit, like you got to have the fun too. Yeah. And like cherish that. Like yeah. don't don't just passively have the fun. Mm-hmm. Like really be there in that moment and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. But let's keep moving here though. So Let's do. Yeah. So at the top of Haleakala, done with the hike. I didn't tell you this, but I went up there that morning because, again, this is a very long drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fairly certain I had enough gas. I'm at 10,000 feet. I start my car, and I have like 10 mile or like 15 miles of gas left. And I swear it wasn't that low, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but like that, con- that concerned me. Yeah, I I would hope it would because I was you, about yeah. twenty miles from the nearest gas station. Oh, twenty thirty. I forget what it was, but like about that kind of a, a difference, you know. Um, and so I turned my car, and I'm like, "Well, this is going to be interesting." <laughs> Thankfully, you know, it's all let, let's say, let's say it was thirty miles to the gas station. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, about twenty five miles of that was all downhill. That's yeah. Uh, and I literally didn't hit the gas once. Because they just pop it into neutral and just let it go. I was going to say, I just tapped the brake a little bit when getting too fast, going around corners. Yeah. And I just let gravity take me. That's hilarious. But but I will say, and this is kind of what I realized. As I got lower in elevation, miles came back. So I think some, oh, something about it, like at high elevation, you lose some gas efficiency. Hmm. And so as I got lower, I think it... It kicked back in. And I had like forty miles left. I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'm fine. Weird, interesting. But, but you can be sure that I was a little bit worried about yeah, not I, making it. I bet, yeah. But uh, I made it. So then you would have got your real hitchhiker experience. Oh yeah, in. oh yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, so that was a good little little scare. So That's funny. Then later that night, I just went over to like the west side of Maui and did uh, and just kind of hung out around Lahaina, which is one of the main touristy areas. And just went down in that little downtownish area. Got a burger because I was starving, and I just hiked twelve miles. Yeah. So I was like, I deserve it. There's <laughs> nothing like a good burger after oh, it was hiking. Delicious. Yep. I don't know why. Like we go to like a greasy burger. I don't know if it's just like oh, a, it we great. deserve this. I don't know what it is, yeah, but it was great. Um, so I hung out there. You know, I, I ended up camping around that side of the island that night, um, and then the next day just kind of took it easy. And because I just kind of had enough, I had to fly to Big Island later that night. Just hung out on the west side, uh, went up around like Kapaloa, everything, walked around the beach a little bit. Um, and then there's a road on the north side of the island on that west kind of half that I just took back to the airport, basically. Mm-hmm. And it took forever. I mean, an hour and a half, two hours, something like that. And it's because it was literally a one lane road most of the way. Like, not two, one lane. And, like, you had some pull-outs along the way if you need to pass people or yeah. whatever, but, like, one lane. and The whole... The geez. whole way, yeah. Oh gosh. Um, what's, up, what's, what's up with Hawaii? Is it just lack of room or, like, yeah. what's up with them and their one lane you're roads? driving on the side of a cliff. I, yeah, and that makes sense, but that's... <laughs> so it's, like... And it was very low-trafficked. Like, gotcha. there was not many people there. Huh. But the scenery was incredible. Just huge green cliffs, mm. you know, the ocean's right there. Um, very, very cool. A lot of locals lived around there, too. 
Um, but it's somewhere like, I just think that was a great scenic drive. Yeah. If you have the time to do it, um, obviously again, be careful, but, um, it was worth it to go that way instead of going the easy, quick way back up yeah. to the airport. But, but yeah, that was my trip on Maui. It was uh, very nice. Yeah. Very it's, nice. It seems like it. Like, I've never really, like, had a strong desire to go to Hawaii. And I think we've talked about this, actually. You know, well, I said that in my vlog. I was like, you know, like, I'd want to go because you know, who doesn't want to go to Hawaii at some point? Yeah. But, like, Just see you it. Know, it wasn't a priority. Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. I've never really been, like... I have to go to Hawaii. Yeah. Like it's never been anything really on my list. But now after seeing everything you experienced you, you, on Maui, I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, I want to go so bad. Yeah. yeah. So that was Maui. Then I went to the big island that night. Um, flew out there, got in after sunset. So no like great photo opportunity with sunset there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is actually the entire trip, there honestly was not a, gr- a single great sunrise or sunset. I was actually just going to ask because like, I don't know that I noticed that on the vlog or any photos. No. Or... Like I didn't shoot. I shot one sunset, uh-huh. no sunrises. And that was literally because um, like there just wasn't much to really shoot. Yeah. Like it wasn't great. Interesting. And the one that I shot was right. I FaceTimed you. And I was like, oh, I should probably shoot this real quick because I'm literally on the coast and the sunset. So yeah, might as well. well shoot. Yeah. But which is funny. You remember when Mahalo went a few months ago? And yeah. She got like incredible. Yeah, tons of. It's stuff. like f- sunsets and sun. It's like they follow her. Yeah, she was you know not southern Utah this weekend and stuff. Yeah. And it's like great. What the heck? Why is it everywhere she goes? Yeah, I just we just need to hang out with her more often. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, so I didn't have any of that. So I get in Big Island after sunset. First stop Walmart just to get a couple basic like two water bottles and like a snack or something. Yeah, and uh, I beeline it straight for the volcano because and. It's just like this entire experience. I just incredibly lucky. Kilauea, not Mauna Loa, the mm-hmm. one that was erupting uh, like three months ago. Two, three months, yeah. Kilauea started erupting for like, I think it was like the first time, like four years, five years, something like uh-huh. that. The week before I left for Hawaii. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, incredible. What are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah. You know, I wasn't planning on that whatsoever. Yeah. And so again, like, I was coming into. <clears throat> The Volcanoes National Park, thinking like, yeah, I'll just check it off. Yeah. But man, was this <laughs> one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. I remember this was another time where you FaceTimed me and I was like, yep. are you kidding me? I, so, no, I texted you. I was like, I quit photography. Yeah. Like, I'm done. So, <laughs> so I end up making my way down at the park, roll around, driving around, getting to the overlook. And I'm in the car about to... T- pull into the, the parking lot for the overlook mm-hmm. and I just look over to my left at where like the volcano is yeah and I just see red clouds and the, it, it's pitch blackout you know it's nighttime yeah and I just see red clouds and I'm, I'm like oh <laughs> like I was stoked out of my mind because <laughs> I, I wasn't like I didn't know what to expect yeah and I, I see that I'm like this is going to be insane yeah and sure enough it was insane. Yeah. I, I walk up to the overlook and look out and it's just this, this massive lava lake. This is, I'm a mile away from mile. it. Yeah. A massive lava lake just glowing red orange in the middle of the night. That is insane. What and is that like? What does that sound like? Can you hear that? You can hear it a little bit. Yeah. Really? You can hear some rumbling down there. That's crazy. Yeah. 
um, if it gets really quiet, like the main overlook, there's a lot of people that are talking, so mm. that's a little hard. But if you get out a little to like a different little spot, you can hear it. Yeah. Um, so that was super cool. Um, that is wild. But just, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, an, an erupting volcano, like the lava lake. At some point, I think, actually, I'll probably do it like Wednesday this week, but I'm going to post the the photo of like the lake itself. Mm-hmm. And it it almost looks like a little city with lights on. Right? I guess it kind of does. Yeah. yeah. I've seen the photo. But, but, but it's yeah, just it like, does. it's just like a spider web of lava almost. Yeah. And it's not like a small, it's massive. Yeah. But like, it's, I, like, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's just so cool. Yeah. And cause you it's smell just, it? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember yeah. smelling much. Because um, I know it's like, you know, you go to yeah. different volcanic areas. Yeah. Like Yellowstone, for example. It's very yeah. like sulfur smelling. I, but I can't remember that. So that tells me if you could, it wasn't very strong. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, just the wildest thing I've ever seen. That's, yeah, and it's insane. It just, it's glowing in the middle of the night. You can see it, no problem. Like, just so cool. Mm-hmm. And to have the opportunity to, opportunity to photograph that i mean it's it's i'm blessed like i mean i don't know why i get the opportunity opportunity to do that over anyone else i don't know either and i'm really mad about it but 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 it's just it's something that i'll remember forever yeah like getting to see that and like (laughs) you mentioned like when i first got up there i saw it i'm like holy cow (laughs) and like not immediately because I took a couple photos and stuff first, but I, I FaceTimed you pretty quick. I was like, yeah. dude, you got to see this. Yeah. This is yeah. insane. <laughs> I remember actually I was going I was going to bed. I was like, you're going to bed. I was, was going to bed. Your screen was black. Like I knew yeah. you were in bed. And you're like, look at this. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, I mean, just, it was so cool. Yeah. And like, so I, I got my couple shots of the lake down there, like kind of close up. And you'll mm-hmm. see on, on social media at some point. Um, and then I got up to a slightly different spot just cause I want to see from a slightly different angle. It wasn't much different, but enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm up at this spot and I kind of looking around. There's a bunch of what they call vog, volcanic smog up in the air. It's just the cloud, you know, yeah. you know the, what's coming out of the volcano. And it's just kind of low hanging clouds everywhere. And I'm looking around like, oh, this is so cool. The clouds are like little red and... I notice the stars are out, and you can see them above the VOG. And I'm like, I got to photograph that. Because, <laughs> like, I had that experience before mm-hmm. when I was storm ch- chasing with Paige. Yeah. Like, I went, and there was a, a storm cloud, and I took a photo of this, like, ball of electricity going off mm-hmm. with the stars. Yeah. And it's not my best photo, but it's just one of my favorites because of the contrast with, like, nature and space. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, I gotta do the same thing. Yeah. Like that was, it was the only thing I started thinking of. So I figured out kind of how to, how to work it out and framed it up and took a shot and I looked at it in my camera. I was like, I just started laughing to myself. Yeah. I was like, I'm shooting an erupting volcano with stars right now. Yeah. You sent me that exact text. Yeah. I was, I was, I was like, bro, I'm shooting night. lava and stars. Yeah. I woke up because you had sent that like an hour maybe after you yeah. had FaceTimed me and I had gone to bed at that point and I woke up and I saw that and I was like, my day's already ruined. 
<laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's like, I mean, re- realistically though, I mean, I, I joked that like, oh, my day was ruined, but no, I, yeah, I was pumped. I got to work, <laughs> and I was like, or no, maybe it's exactly. I think it was after I maybe sent you the photo. Yeah, it was after yeah. the after you sent but, me the photo because I had like, it was funny actually. So I was I just got done shooting in Zion, and I got back home. Yeah, and so, this was so we. So, so this is after I get back. You had been to Zion. And yeah, I got I, back on Sunday night. You I, got back Monday, late Sunday, yeah, or Monday like it's Monday morning. morning. Yeah. yeah, so it was like a few hours. And after I finally me, got around to get my photos in Peter, and this was the first one I edited. Yeah, obviously, and, and it's on social media. I just posted it Monday today. Uh huh. Um, I forget what the date is today, twenty fourth or something. I don't know, but like it's on social media. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, the photo we're talking about, but I sent it to you. Yeah, and you. Can, it was yeah. It was so I, I had you know when I was down in Zion. The conditions were super cool, and I took a cooler down there to take some photos for work, and um, they were pretty cool, like, cooler photos. I was like, these are, you know, the, the photos I got were pretty dang cool. There was some of my favorite product photos that I've ever taken. And you had great conditions. Like, it was cool. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was snowing, and it yeah, was, like, pumped about it. I was stoked about it. And, like, I was on the verge of sending one of these photos to you be like, this, these turn out pretty cool, you know? These turn out good. And then you sent me that dang photo, and I was like, come on, man. Like, yeah. you'd one-up me before I ever even, like, I can't compete. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, uh, it's... And it's January, like, yeah. and it's, 19th yeah. at that point. And so that, that photo we're talking about, the one, lava's coming up, you see it, and, like, it almost looks like the place is on fire. Yeah. Just because it's a slightly long exposure with crazy-looking clouds that are red. Yeah. And, and then, then the, the stars. stars. It's just... It's a crazy it's photo. It's insane, yeah. And, like, it's funny because we talked about, like, I took that, like, what, the second week of January? Yeah, you started off that year, I, this year, I've, like that. I've peaked yeah. this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to do better this year. Yeah. I don't know what's going to ever compare to that. I don't know either. And so it's like, I guess my year is done. Yeah. But. Um, you can quit right now. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, that kind of an experience is, like, it's just something that I'm going to remember forever. Yeah. Oh, I it's bet. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like no words can describe it. But I think it's also like, I think it's a really, it's a perfect example of something that we talked with. I talked with Taylor on the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, th- and this photo is not obviously also not one of my best photos. It's just maybe one of the cooler ones. Yeah. But I can get a photo like that and share it. And a lot of people might think like, I'm an amazing photographer because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, to some degree, sure. Like I knew how to use my camera, obviously hey. to, to get that kind of photo. Yeah. But like, just because I have a photo like that doesn't make me much better than most other photographers. Yeah. The What makes that photo like, and what gives me like that kind of, I don't know, clout or recognition mm-hmm. is simply because I was there. Yeah. Like no one else was there. Yeah. You know, our people we do stuff with, no, no one else is there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, I get, it, it seems like I'm really good solely because I showed up. Yeah. It has nothing to do with a lot of my true skill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiny portion, but like, it, it's just one of those things like a lot of people need to realize like, it's, it's not about all of the 
cool places you get to go to and shoot that make you good. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Yeah. It's about showing up and, you know, just giving yourself chances to shoot things. And it doesn't have to be the cool things. You can get great things at home, mm-hmm. you know. Um, another great example, just a quick shout out. You know, Richard Brown, RB, back in Illinois, we've talked about him before. I think it was today, he posted a photo, like, of a really tiny little snowflake mm-hmm. in one of his frames. And it's like, that's cool. Yeah. And, like, you, you can see the detail. It's super cool. That's wild. You know, he's not out shooting an erupting volcano. Yeah. But he's a good photographer because of that photo. Yeah. And people won't give him the recognition for it. Yeah. And that's that's a shame. You know, they'll give it to me because I just happened to be at an erupting volcano accidentally mm-hmm. and got to shoot a photo like that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it. I guess I'm feeling more and more passionate about this idea mm-hmm. that, like, it, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, what you're shooting, it's like, just give yourself a chance to shoot something. Yeah. And show people what you can do. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. That's how I feel. No, yeah, I mean, I I feel the exact same way, you know. Um, obviously, like I am very passionate about the photography side of the, you know, the technical photography side of things. You know, it's kind it's kind of funny actually with working for a Lifetime. Um, there's a lot of products that we shoot that aren't like exciting, you know. Um, like you know, for example, this is just an example that I'm gonna use, but. A, uh, a snow shovel, for example, or a snow pusher, as it's called. Um, the, th- that's not really, like, an exciting subject. Um, but we went out and shot some photos of this snow pusher the other day. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It's Maybe it's just, like, how far I've come in, in photos and stuff. But, like, I took a, some photos of the, the, this, this, you know, one of our actors using a snow pusher. And I was like, these are so cool. You know, I don't know what it was about it, but I was I was pumped about these snow shovel, you know, photos. Um, so it's it's really not like, you know, when it comes to like getting good photos. Yeah, there's a lot of like technical things and stuff. Um, but I don't know. It's just, yeah, like you said, it's just showing up. Yeah. So. It's like, you know, and again, I recognize I'm not a bad photographer. You yeah. Know? You know, I've done a lot of work. I you've learned like, about a lot of stuff, you know, like you just pick it up. But, you know, when I share a photo like that, everyone automatically is like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. But I would much rather not receive any recognition for that photo and be recognized for, like, my portrait work Yeah. instead. Because those, that is where you see who really knows how to shoot. Yeah. I guess that that was what my point was going to be with the with the snow shovel was like yeah I know that that's a good photo, like yeah. I know that the way that I shot it the way that I edited it, I know it's a phenom- like a really good photo. I have a lot of photo you know like random like product photos like that. I'm like I know like photographically and like technically this is a really good photo, but it's like it's not going to get you know nobody's going to look at a snow you know shovel yeah. photo and be like this is a a banger you know yeah so and, and that's we've talked about it but that's the problem with Instagram. Yeah, in social media, it's it, we we saw this like um, in that little photo challenge that we did, right? Mm-hmm. With the with the guys on mm-hmm. the snow, you know, like Will's photo one, and it's a great photo. But yeah. it's like, you know, I I put a portrait in there, and I think it's a great shot of you. Yeah, I think I mean, not, I'm not even saying just because it's me, but like it, it's it's I think it's a great shot. Yeah, and you know, it doesn't get any attention. Yeah, even though I think. Obviously, totally different kind of photo than a landscape, but yeah. like 
technically, I, I think it's one of the best ones. Yeah. In that whatever six, five, six shot set that we kind mm-hmm. of posted with. But like, you know, people don't get the recognition they deserve for the reasons mm-hmm. that they should. Yeah. And I think the way I approach social media a little bit more is like when I do start seeing that stuff, it's like I try to point it out to those people. Same. Yeah. Trying to be more intentional. Yeah. So, you know, about the way that you, you comment on things. Yeah. So. But, um, yeah, so let's keep moving. We're almost done here, so we can wrap it up. But, yeah, did, did the Volcanoes Park the next day came back. And um, really, really neat park. Like, it's a lot of the section around the main crater at Kilauea is is rainforest. So, like, it's just, like, almost a tropical feel, which is wild. And yeah. you see a lot of that B-roll in at the end of the, the vlog. Um, there's a, a really sweet lava tube you could walk through, which is kind of wild yeah um it had some lights in it all lit up so you can kind of see everything inside it's sweet that looks, yeah it looked really cool yeah, it was really neat had the lights not been on and i could like light it on my own i would have tried to get a cool photo of that yeah. but like their lights would have just been hard to shoot with yeah um but uh yeah and then i i it was funny i sent you it's weird like the whole park i had service basically which is kind of neat yeah but i was on this tiny little trail i went to a little a little overlook and I took a video of this cool little crater, mm. and and <laughs> I sent this to you. Yeah, but you know it's a neat crater, and Big. I look down and I'm like, "There's there's a person down there." I'm like, "How can I get down there?" <laughs> and so I I figure out I'm like, "Oh, there's a trail. Let's, let's go do it." So I do that trail down there. It was like two mile, three mile round trip wasn't much. Yeah, but you get down this little crater is um, what is it like, Kilauea Iki? I forget what it was. Something like that, the name. And you can just literally hike down in the middle of an older crater in the park. And, like, you just, like, look around. You're in just this massive bowl. Yeah, it's crazy. And you're just surrounded by, like, what is basically just, you know, old lava. Yeah. On the ground. Like, you're walking on it. It's yeah. And it's just, it's wild. It's weird. It was such a cool it's feeling. Super, super cool. Yeah, and you'll see it all in the vlog. It's just, it's great. And, again, I was mostly alone. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy, yeah. you know? Um, and then, you know, there's a, a road in the park that basically goes all the way down to the coast, mm-hmm. to the water, the ocean. And, you know, I drove all the way down through that. That was neat. And a lot of places you see some of the craters, you see a ton of lava rock as you go down to the, the coast. Because what you don't realize is, like, a lot of the older eruptions had massive lava spills, mm-hmm. like covering huge sections of the park. You see a map and you can see the, the entire area, especially then once you go drive there, you can get a feel for how big it really is. Yeah. But just massive sections of like old lava. And it's yeah. crazy to see. It is kind of weird looking at that island on like Google Maps, for example, because it's just like you just have streams of black. Well, and it looks like black that's rivers. What talking about. Yeah. It's crazy looking. It's just it's lava from older eruptions. Yeah, it's wild. And the cool thing is like you can go hike through a lot of it. Yeah, that's super cool. You know, I I would have, but like I had done enough already. Didn't have like, all the time in the world, and it's also like very exposed. Like there's no cover, so yeah. you'd be in the sun the whole time. But it'd be really cool. And some cool trails you go down like backpack to, like by the coast. Mm-hmm. And, like it's worth going back to. Yeah. But but it's also funny, like, I've talked to you about this. Like, I think that Volcanoes Park is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have it as my number 10 national park right now. Yeah. But my 
my perception of that park is massively skewed because of when you were there. When I was there. Yeah. Like I could be like, yo, if you go, you totally gotta go. Yeah. To, to volcanoes. Like absolutely don't don't skip it. Go there, spend some time, spend two days. Mm-hmm. But it's like if the volcano's erupting. Yeah. Like if it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. A little and bit different. so like I will forever look at that park differently than mm-hmm. most people get to. Yeah. And it's just, is, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's an interesting position to be in. Yeah. But uh, that's where I am. So that was basically the trip. Yeah. You know? And then you went to Oahu. Went to Oahu. There, I was there for, for four days, worked Friday, or Thursday, Friday. We had a, a company party on Saturday. Mm. And then um, had Saturday morning and then Sunday, all of Sunday to myself, do whatever I wanted before I flew home Sunday night on a red eye. But didn't do much because I didn't have a car and just I was just kind of worn out too. So I was yeah, like, I'm just yeah. happy to sit around, watch some football, whatever. But um, yeah, that was a trip. I mean, it was it was a cool experience. Sounds like it was pretty dang neat. No, it so. was. And again, like unexpectedly, it just got better and better and better. I yeah. mean, like the lava, thing, it just I can't. Yeah can't get over that you know it's <laughs> that's yeah that's insane. It, it was cool so a really really great trip again the vlog captures a lot of it yeah not every single moment but like it captures yeah. what you need to see i guess well i mean there, there's a point too that you said in the vlog at the very end where it was like you know there's some things that like you don't have to share you don't have to share everything you know you can yeah. keep some things yourself yeah and so, so like you know um not that like it would have been i don't know bad or embarrassing or anything but like Part of me is really happy that there is no footage of me, like, just g- going crazy about that lava. Yeah. Because that was just me. Yeah. And, like, I can keep that for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have to share that with anyone else. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. Not that it, like, cheapens the experience or anything, but, like, there there are things. I've talked about it before, too. Like, I think some photos you should even keep for yourself. Like, don't share them on social yeah. media. I do actually have... Um, so I know you do as well, but I do have photos like that. You know, for some reason I don't know what it is, but like, I have a photo from the Tetons that I got back in September, and for some reason it's like I love the photo. It's one of my favorite photos I've ever taken. But I, for some reason, just I don't want to post it. Yeah. I don't know why. You know? Yeah. You <laughs> I just know? I'm holding on to it. So I don't want. Maybe I just don't want to share it with the world. I don't know. I just want to keep it for myself. But yeah. But it's just I think that's it's kind of important just because it helps keep you away from the the social media mindset it's like yeah you gotta you gotta live in the real world yeah and and sometimes that means you just gotta you know do things for yourself yep keep them to yourself and yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah you know people don't they, they don't deserve or have the right to see all of your stuff you can keep it if you yeah. want and you know just something to keep in mind yeah so exactly but yeah i think I think that covers everything with my Hawaii trip. I didn't see any sea turtles, which kind of a bummer, but are they on all the islands or you know, I don't really know, but um all I do know is that I will be going back. Yeah. Cuz <laughs> I work for a company that that is based, based there on so Hawaii. Yeah. At some point in time I'll be back. Yeah. And I can tell you right now the next stop I'm going to is Kauai. So Yeah. I'll be which that up. We, that, that's yeah. the Jurassic Park Island, we think, right? Uh, no, Molokai. Oh, Molokai is, is the Jurassic Park yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Which, Kauai has all the really cool stuff, the Nepali coastline. Like, there's a ton of like, waterfalls, hikes in there. Like, I was trying to think before we started. I was trying, that's I was like, one was that the, I'll spend like four days on. Yeah. I'll do a helicopter tour. That one's, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but then even Molokai too, like it'd be really cool to to go do that because they have like two thousand foot sea cliffs, yeah. like Oof. massive, it's like wild. It's all green. It's it's incredible. And and one of my coworkers who is in Hawaii, he was telling me he's like sometime like in June or something, um, he's gonna go on a backpacking trip in Molokai, like into those spots. Yeah, because he grew up there on Molokai. That's and cool. so like he knows everywhere, and yeah. it's like, oh man, like, like that's right up my alley. Yeah, like, like there just there'd be a ton to do, and so like, I know when I go back, like I'll have plenty to, to do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So man. again, check out the vlog. Cause, yeah. Because you can actually see visually a lot of what we talked about, mm-hmm. which would be cool for all of you. Um, and you know, I'd recommend why if if you if anyone is wanting to go out there and wants ideas or tips on how to do, especially Maui or the Big Island, like let me know. Like I think I'd be happy to answer stuff. Yeah, and I think your the way that you planned out your trip too is a pretty good like little base itinerary. Yeah, for people to because it seems like that's a really you know you start on Maui, you work your way up, you know, and then move to the next island, or, you know, whatever. So yeah, it was it was a a, a really good. Yeah, I will say that yeah. I, it worked out really well. Yeah. So, but yeah, if, if anyone's going, I'd be happy to answer questions if I can. You know, I don't know everything, so but I'd be happy to answer what I can. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's gonna end the episode. Yeah. Here we we went for a while. We did. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a pretty extensive episode for off trail, but hey, it was a pretty extensive trip. So. No, it was, and like we needed to cover something. Yeah. On it just to you know give some more details on it because the vlog doesn't cover a lot of what we talked about so yeah yeah and, th- and you know that's that's kind of a unique trip too so yeah it's, so it's it w- worth talking about yeah so. so yeah i think we'll wrap it up if you are watching or listening you can find obviously this and more on our youtube channel bushwhackers um again go check out the vlog because it's a good additional piece with this um but this is going to be on our podcast channels as well mm-hmm. so you can find our show there. We're Bushwhackers. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and there's one more. I can't remember, but... Uh, all the things. Yeah, we're yeah. on a lot of places. Pretty, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, that's where we are. So Yeah, so go check us out. Like this video, like all of our other videos. Yeah. Subscribe to the channel so you can see more stuff like this coming out. And we're going to do more vlogs. I know I yeah. will, for sure. I know you got a lot of other things you're trying to do with, mm-hmm. with Bushwhackers that's not necessarily video-based. Yeah. Um, but we're going to we have a lot, lot more. We got a lot of content we're trying to do. So, yeah. um, you know, it'll be fun yeah. getting all this out. And we'd love to have you guys along for the ride. Yeah. So I got to say, we're we're three weeks into 2023, and we're, we're starting off good. Killing it. Crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're on top of things. Yeah. So, yep. I think, we're go- I think we're good here. Yeah. So we'll see you guys all later. And, uh, you know, stay bushwhackers. That was terrible. All right. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Bye.